The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Down to Biscay. Yeah, uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to the latest episode of Five on the Floor Live. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. With me tonight's floor plan is Brady Hawk and Alex Toledo. You can follow them respectively at Brady Hawk 305 and Tropical Blanket. Uh, we are going to recap what was a pretty gut-wrenching way to go out in Denver as the Miami Heat uh, ended up losing 124-119, um, if I am recalling correctly, to the Denver Nuggets. So we're going to dive into that quickly, um, maybe take a few comments. Uh, we know people are, are amongst holiday uh, fun. So we're going to be here about 20 minutes. So uh, we will be highly efficient uh, as many Heat players and Nuggets players were tonight. Before we dive in, though, I want to tell you about a great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that is A Aggressive Insurance. They are the insurance broker agency for you. They've been servicing South Florida for over 15 years. They offer auto, homeowners, condo insurance, life insurance, retirement programs. Lynette will give you free notary service to all clients. They represent all the leading carriers in South Florida. So if you have a bad driving record, no problem. No driver will be refused. Lynette is who you want to reach out to. Free phone quotes as well. Insurancebylynette.com is the website. A Aggressive Insurance, 954-581-8800. Damn, y'all. That hurt. They had that damn game. Not only did they have that game, they shot 40% from three. They matched them on the boards, shorthanded in the front court. Orlando Robinson is the new starting or the new backup center. That's done. Conversation over. Max is looking better. That's good. Duncan is looking better. That's good. Bam, Tyler both played good. Jimmy, Kyle, we could have used more. But to talk about all of it, uh, I guess I'll start first with uh, Brady. Initial just gut reaction to what was a, a, a tough victory or a tough loss, especially for those of us on Better Edge. Use the code 5RSN to get $20 uh, free play. I went heat plus four and a half, and I lost because they lost by five. That just adds insult to injury. Not that you need to dive into the betting stuff, but what did you see from the team tonight? Well, I see that they basically just cannot 
even when things look better, the things that have not worked out recently, even when they uh, kind of find themselves, everything else kind of slips back. Like this is a game where three-point shooting, like you kind of went over all the numbers. The three-point shooting is better. The offense looked smooth for the most part. Uh, and then you basically just see defensive slippage uh, from top to bottom. Like you said, I thought Tyler and Bam were really good. at The first 23 points of the third quarter were scored by Tyler and Bam. They were just spamming two-man action. Uh, I thought Jimmy was good at the beginning of the fourth where he basically – he was getting to the floater, just kind of spamming it in DeAndre Jordan and drop because that's just easy buckets every time And when he's sitting by the rim. Uh, and then you just kind of see it fall apart after – uh, I feel like there was a little bit of offensive slippage when they kind of got the starters back in there. It felt like it, it, even when all of them have it going, it feels like there's a lot of kind of taking turns in a way where like Tyler had his moment, Bam had his moment, Jimmy had his moment. Then it gets down to it. Tyler had his moment again, but it's like, it's not really like a, it, it's weird to say because it's kind of like a taking turns thing, but the offense wasn't the problem. It was more so the defense. I know there was the the thing that's going to be talked about most. I feel like from that game schematically, I guess, was that stint where they just basically just kept giving them the switch, and it really made no sense. It was just the fact that they were just basically uh, – Jimmy was guarding Aaron Gordon, and Jamal Murray was being guarded by Kyle. They would set the screen. Uh, Kyle would just switch right on Aaron Gordon every time, low post. Either it's a bucket or it's going to the line. Like, yeah. you're just making it so easy. And then you saw things happen where Tyler's now helping from the weak side corner because he has to. And then all of a sudden, it's a it's a kick out, it's a swing, and it's another Caldwell Pope three, or it's another Michael Porter three. So the Nuggets' offense is high powered. We've known that, like we've seen that this season. But you're just making it easy for them at that point when you're just giving them what they want. Like so that that's the tough aspect of this. It did it does feel like in that sense that they gave this game away uh, a lot of the time. I think, and there was also the other I guess thing I could point out in terms of the the poor decision making was uh, this has happened a few times where. A certain player, either if it's Jimmy or Bam, does not get in the game because he's stuck at the scorer's table because uh, he just doesn't get put in at the timeout, and then he gets put in like 50 seconds later. Yeah. That happened in an earlier game this season with Jimmy where like Jimmy was stuck at the scorer's table for like five minutes, it felt like, and it was like a big deal. That's kind of happened. It wasn't as long in this game. It was a short stint, and Orlando Robinson was great, but you're basically putting Orlando Robinson up out there to guard Jokic when he entered. Like, you have to mirror Jokic's minutes with Bam, especially how good he was defensively on him and the things he was doing. So I thought those were kind of the two things that stuck out, I guess, which is funny because as good as this team has been, they were literally in December 29th in offense, only in front of the Hornets, and they've been very good defensively. And then you see a thing turn offensively, and it slips back defensively, which partly could be Kayla Martin and all the depot not playing, a little bit less point of attack. But still, the defensive structure should be there, and it just really didn't seem like it was tonight. Yeah, it's tough. It's difficult when they're shooting so well, yet you force 20 turnovers. Like, usually when you force a team to turn the ball over, you know, 20 or more times, you you're, that means you're doing something right. But to your point, like, they are – making shots at just an absolutely robust clip. I want to give a shout out. Uh, so for our podcast listeners, we're doing this live on YouTube and we do have a uh, super chat comment. So this is coming in from Jason Adebowale. He says, I'm done with, with Lowry. That dude does absolutely nothing on offense or defense. Trade him for anything. Uh, we will have further conversations on trades, but not tonight. We are looking at solution-oriented conversation related to the basketball game that just took place uh, directly uh, before we started this show. So, Jason, 
Major shout out. We appreciate you being here. We will address lots of Kyle Lowry trade talk in the future, not tonight. Um, I'm not going to blame Duncan. Duncan looked good. He, he also owns the record now. Um, and um, so, you know, I, I thought that it lately Duncan's minutes have been positive. Alex, uh, when you look at what Tyler Hero did late, I thought that that was really encouraging. Um, but ultimately, you're up against this team where whether it was Bones in the first half or uh, KCP, these guys were just oh, – did they? where do they end for three-point shooting? 60.7% on 28 attempts is insane shooting. Is it just as much as like you just have to tip your hat to those guys and like it's probably a good sign that the Heat stuck around in this game or am I being too optimistic? What are, what are your takeaways as you watched? I mean, I'm kind of with you because, like, if we're being honest, I kind of went into tonight thinking of it as a scheduled loss. The Heat never went in Denver, and I, I give these guys respect. And, look, them coming out and this being, um, you know, a game that comes down to the end maybe is the least surprising thing of this season. But, like, if they would have lost by a little bit more tonight, you know, I wouldn't have been that surprised either because Denver usually has this game. They usually win this. Like, the Heat just don't win in Denver ever. The Nuggets are also really, really good. They've also been really good at home. So, yeah, like I definitely was with you. It felt like they could have won that game. And to that same, you know, to that same end, the fact that the Nuggets out executed them at home is also not surprising to me. You know, especially when you're talking about like um, when the Nuggets went on that little run in the in the fourth quarter there to kind of bring things back, because really the Heat were kind of extending that lead with Jokic off the floor as soon as Jokic came back. You know, they, they they trimmed that small lead, whatever it was, seven or eight. You know, it felt like that he had a decent enough cushion, but that quickly went away. And, you know, all of a sudden, the, you know, the Nuggets out-executed you. And they've been doing this for years. So there were some mistakes defensively. And, yeah, the, the Gordon thing was – I think that that is going to get pointed out a lot. I thought Lowry really did a good job battling there. It was a fortunate he got that and one. Gordon made that one crazy shot when he got called for the foul. Um, really, like, that's that's not on Kyle. It's not like it's Kyle's – I don't think it's Kyle's decision to switch. To, that's on, it's on – So, so please, either of you, but Alex, uh, the ball's in your court right now, so feel free to go first. And if Brady can do it better, then I'll take Brady's answer too. But, like, when that's happening, because I think it happened three or four uh, consecutive possessions – for somebody who doesn't understand the way that the switches happen in communication and the way that they're what they're trying to do intentionally and what they're not, could you please one of you articulate exactly what takes place there and why there's no correction made after it happens several possessions in a row? Well, the fact that there's no correction, that's that's a tougher question. That's something that, you know, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, 
Wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Oh, you're, you can ask Spo, but he's never going to give yeah, me an actual answer. You hold Spo accountable no, that's for the that, thing. Alex, but that's for later. No, let's that's just, one of those let's things just talk where, about how we got there. That's what I'm talking about. That's one of those things where Spo wouldn't even give you an answer regardless. Like, the, the game plan is the game plan, and that's just kind of how he's looking at it. I think it, it, I, he wasn't going to switch it up last second, even though you can definitely make a case that you could avoid that switch after it had happened several times in a row. I do think Spo believes in Kyle's ability to guard up. And I do kind of get it in theory. It's like, what, go ahead and turn Aaron Gordon into a post player versus Lowry, who's going to make it as annoying as possible as a small guard can when it comes to that. And and he ended up taking advantage. But, like, would you have been that surprised if he didn't? <laughs> I feel like I keep saying things like, I, I would be surprised at this. I wouldn't be at that. But, like, Aaron Gordon is not a post player, right? So I kind of no. get the theory there. The problem is that they ended up completely taking advantage. Aaron Gordon did a really good job being physical and just – taking advantage of the size there. I don't think that's what the game came down to, even though it was big. Like, I just think they were kind of playing from behind when you start off with that bad first quarter. And then when it came down to it, when all the best players were on the floor, they out-executed you at home. And, you know, let's go back to the cliches. They're playing in Denver in high altitude. The, all, the team is also not good at half-court offense. The Nuggets are elite at it. So that part to me is not very surprising. It just sucks, by the way, that, by the, you know, you, you threw out the 60% from three that, you know, that he had yeah. a good shooting game. They actually shot the ball well from three. I know. And just to point Boy. out another thing here, like, I'm, I'm pulling up the number right now. They shot 38 shots in the mid-range, the Heat did, and 14 at the rim. And, yes, a lot of that was intentional because they were absolutely killing the deep drop that the Nuggets were in for a lot of the game, whether it was Jimmy, whether it was Tyler. And, you know, getting Max and Duncan involved uh, with their actions, they were, I think, really relying on the jump shots because of the way that the Nuggets were defending. And it's in part to keep Jokic, I think, closer at the rim. And that's where you get burned, right, is on the jump shots if you're if you're the Nuggets. But as a result, the Heat did not take that many shots at the rim. And, and it's always been on Jimmy and Bam to do it. We know that. But, yeah, you look at 14 shot attempts at the rim, 38 mid-range, 35 from three. And, you know, that's just kind of what it comes down to. I mean, you see 11 offensive rebounds. Uh, Miami gets 11 more shot attempts in this game. There's no direct correlation there, but the 11s work for my it's the turnovers, um, man. It's the yeah, turnovers that, that that's it, it. It's just tough when you see the heat actually shoot well, Brady, and then end up coming short, coming up short. Um, but to me, honestly, at least they kept up with Denver, who, um, to their credit, has been playing well. Um, they did just lose a game. But, you know, ultimately, it, uh, there were some fluke losses in November to, like, New York and, D and Detroit, I think, at home. And other than that, they've been, like, really good at home. So, to me, the fact that Miami scored in the same um, – stratosphere as denver is encouraging and 
also Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo's play was encouraging. So I want Brady to talk a little bit more about that because he speaks much more eloquently than I do about it. But before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that is Prize Picks. That is the official daily fantasy sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network and Five on the Floor Live. The code is five F I V E. Get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. This is easy. This is your choose your favorite players, choose your favorite stats. You choose over or under on those stats. You basically can choose up to six players. You can do flex plays, power plays, all in an attempt to win up to 10 times your money. You got to use the code five to get your initial deposit matched up to $100. That is prize picks. You can do prizepicks.com on desktop or download the app. Use the code five prize picks daily fantasy made easy. You know I'm on there every day. I post my picks. Um, that is what's up. Um, I haven't checked how I did tonight, but I'm not feeling great about it. Brady, Tyler Hero looked great in that fourth quarter. Um, Michael Porter Jr. couldn't guard him. At least that's what I saw. I mean, you guys can tell me if I'm like a ball watcher and that's wrong. Um, and also Bam Adebayo, like Yo- Jokic is – is the dude, right? Like MVP caliber, but Bam Adebayo had a great game. Um, So in an effort for us to go to Utah and not uh, send the listeners and the viewers out on a cold spell as it's cold where the heat are heading, talk about what was good from Tyler and from Bam tonight, particularly in the second half. Yeah. I mean, there haven't been many games that we've walked away from and you're like, the offense, like even forgetting the fact they shoot, they shot 40% from three. It was like the offense wasn't one dimensional uh, and they've had real problems in the half court in general. And they kind of found their way. And it really was Tyler and Bam. You mentioned the fourth quarter, but like I said earlier, like it's not normal that you go through eight minutes of a third quarter and two guys have all your 23 points. Like that was pretty much what they were doing because uh, it was like, as Alex was talking about before, they were forcing them into a lot of the mid range shots because Jokic was sitting under the rim. DeAndre Jordan comes in and he's sitting basically in on the first row baseline <laughs> on court side because uh, it's just so easy to get those type of looks. And Tyler was able to get to the floater. He's able to get to that mid-range pull-up. You see Bam that was able to do different things. Uh, specifically as a roller, that, that if we're talking about positives, uh, which I think is probably one of the most interesting things about this game from Bam is the fact that he got to the line 11 times. If Bam's able to, and maybe this isn't as much on him because I feel like he has a lot of strong attacks like in recent games where he doesn't get like a friendly whistle at all. Like, let's be honest. He really doesn't. Uh, but if he was able to and able to draw contact like that, they, by the way, the Heat shot 30 free throws in this game. But the fact that Bam shot 11 of them, uh, it's pretty it's pretty interesting if they could kind of keep that up in a way. So that was kind of the, the, the blueprint, I guess, from those two. But Tyler really heated up late. Uh, and I think we just keep seeing that in those moments that he's able to do that. And he's doing it in different ways. Like I said, like he had an initial one where it was off the catch, like out of a timeout. Then they come down and it's like pull up isolation of Michael Porter, pull up, another pull up on Michael Porter isolation. Uh, and then they ran something where this is where it gets weird. As I kind of said earlier, it's like when they're kind of having so many guys play well, because even if we say Jimmy could have gave more, I thought he had pockets of this game where he actually played pretty well offensively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, well, who do we go to at this point? Like, what do we want to do? And usually that's a good problem, but sometimes it, it feels like they're kind of like stepping on each other's toes at times. Yeah. Like, it's like, which way do you want to go? So then all of a sudden there, there's a possession. I know they're Tyler. They put him in the, in the opposite corner to kind of just like have that defender just pulled away. Like he, he's not going to be help at all. 
Uh, and it kind of went nowhere. I think Jimmy had like a fadeaway mid-range jumper and it just kind of rolled out, which is just unlucky. But that's the way things look. It's just kind of the, the way things are going. But Bam and Tyler, I guess, were pretty promising in this game. I think if we're also talking about positives, other than the fact Max Max kind of got on track in this game, which I think is important, I guess. He, he's such a rhythm player that even if they lose in the game like this, he just needs to see the ball go in and just shoot well because he can kind of get on track. But like you said earlier, they have their backup big, at least for now. Like We could talk trade deadline down the line and yeah. see who they get back in a trade. But for right now in this moment, they have their backup center. He played really well in this game. He had 13 points. Uh, even when I mentioned the Jokic thing, but he even held his own in those minutes. Like he's just, oh, yeah. he's physical. Uh, the things he's doing, he has, we always talk about, and, and I know he only had five boards in this game, but he always feels like he's like, uh, has like kind of a knack for the ball around the rim. Like we always talked about with Yurtsin, which Yurtsin was just, he'd come in with a minute left and he'd have nine boards, but he kind of has a knack for that in that way that it's just, there's enough to see there where you're basically saying like, this guy is basically locked into the rotation for the next few weeks into months moving forward. So those are the promising things, but ultimately, uh, like I said, I feel like, I feel like from this game, I feel like most people are going to be talking about that Kyle Lowry switch more than the, the, the Bam and Tyler uh, <laughs> kind of strong performances in this game. That's just the way things will go. Very true. Um, ultimately, this is a gut-wrenching one. Um, from this is a, a super chat comment from show business 77. It comes in why the stubborn loyalty to Kyle when Gabe should be closing Kyle off all night. This was an obvious miss seems in indecisive and gutless. Sorry to say, uh, you know, it's funny in our five on the floor uh, tech stream, but, uh, but just between us and Ethan, Ethan just said, when are they going to, um, uh, think about putting Gabe in the starting lineup. I don't know that they'll ever have the guts to do it. Um, Gabe, Gabe was a little off tonight, so, though. And, and yeah. I'm saying in response, if Gabe was one for six in this game, I think, I guess, in theory, if you're talking about it one for one, he provides a little bit more defensively. There were, there's a little bit, but it's, it. It, I don't on. know if that change. I don't really just don't know if that changes the, the result of this game, to be honest. No, I, I, I don't. Um, I think that I would have liked to see more from Kyle tonight. I think it was a lot of, complaining and he could have been uh contributing uh instead uh so i i stand by that this was a bad kyle lowry game but you know what they play uh immediately again tomorrow night which um we will not be broadcasting uh just so you guys know we are taking new year's eve off because nobody watches the utah jazz and the miami heat on new year's eve uh but we are uh really grateful that you joined us for this broadcast uh as we re recap the Denver Nuggets, Miami Heat, uh, they unfortunately lost, but it was a close one. Um, they are still in the midst of the Eastern Conference playoff race, uh, and we'll see how they do the rest of this road trip. Um, we will have you covered after the new year. Everybody be safe, and we appreciate you supporting us all throughout 2022. Uh, that's, that's it for tonight. Tough loss. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.